It'd be so cool if that was like an alcoholic beverage, but it's really just seltzer. <laughs> what? No, I was just taking a picture of you. <laughs> oh, so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna laugh. Oh Jesus. I gotta look real quick. I'm assuming Instagram? No, no, no. I should have. Snapchat? Should've. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Want me to screenshot this I can post it on the bro ship? Oh, that would be fantastic if you did. Done. Bro ship. A non-romantic pairing of two characters together, it focuses on their relationship as friends, or occasionally as real blood-related brothers. It's another edition of Bro Ship. My voice is cracking. I'm so excited. I'm I'm not even going to let this beautiful human being talk because I cannot stress how much I have missed doing a weekly podcast with you, catching up, hearing your voice, seeing that beautiful face, seeing that eccentric smile i am so happy that we are back i have been waiting for this for what feels like an eternity if i sent you a snapchat you already know what i'm about to say i traveled through the gusts of a thousand winds i endured the 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 rages of of a million typhoons i feel like i'm ready to fight the huns matt you're here you're my co-host this is bro ship how you doing buddy after that introduction, I can't be better. I mean, wow. I was excited to sit down and talk to you because, you know, I miss your lovely face. I miss your voice. I just miss your all-around presence in my life. I think I'm sadder when I don't hear from you. So now after that, I mean, I'm on cloud nine. I'm hitting Nirvana, baby. I'm good. I'm great. This feels awesome. I'm going to send you that sound bite. You can crank off to it later. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is... Matt's episode for the most part. I'm, I'm going to take care of two things. Uh, one of them is the, is the only segment that we actually have. So I'll get that. I'll bang that out right now. Uh, so the Sona thought slash quarantine thought for guys that don't smoke, don't leave their room. Any mirror that you buy has technically already been used. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> fucking crazy right <laughs> that's true yeah. yeah wow i wonder if there's anyone who that like matters to like you, you know there's got to be some like rich heiress out there who's like i don't want a used mirror i want a brand new mirror this needs to be i need to be the first person to ever use this mirror and they just can't be unless they made the mirror themselves that's true i'm gonna take a mirror clap crafting class i'm gonna make my own mirror so i'm the only one who's ever used it i still want to know what color a mirror is well it's the same color as the thing it's looking at because it's reflective um well the correct answer is we'll never know and there's never a correct answer because none of us see the same color anyway that's also true is it weird though that i want to say silver I also want to say silver. But it's not silver. Definitely if not you silver. Hold it up to a blue wall, it's blue. Yeah. But silver just feels like the correct answer. Yeah. 
I think I think we're gonna agree on silver. But some but sometimes it's green. You've seen like mirrors where it's like the green glass. Oh yeah, like fancy glass. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like two way mirrors though? Like if it's green, it's probably a two way mirror and someone's watching you change. Uh if someone's watching me change, I'm very sorry. And I don't know if that's factually correct, but I'm down to roll with it. There's like a way if you put your thumb or not your thumb, your finger up against the mirror that depends on how it reflects can show you if it's a one way or a two way. Hmm. But I don't know how, so don't we'll, ask me. We'll have to do some research. We'll look into it. And then before you completely take over, before you are, as always, the host and I am nothing more than Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought <laughs> that was dead and gone. I forgot I forgot about the bit. It's been so long that I was like, hey, why not? It uh, has been long. Yeah. It's been so long that I have been able to watch an entire TV show once again, recommended by Matthew. I just got to say, Community is so hilariously funny. So good. And every time I watch a TV show, I find myself becoming one of the characters. Uh-oh. I think I'm Abed. Interesting. I think I'm Abed. That's... I was expecting you to come at me and be like, I think I'm Troy. I wasn't expecting... Okay. Abed. Okay. I'm definitely one of the two, though. Yeah. I mean, they're two in the same. And like, like they're different, but like one without it, one without the other doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, that's why the end wasn't that much fun. That's very true. It it, it was a uh, it hurt a lot. Yeah. I, yeah, I cry a lot at the end of shows that I really like, and like I still like got upset, but it was more upset because like the show kind of went super downhill. Yeah, it's like it's like watching someone you know and really respect and care about and kind of look up to just fall into a pit of I don't want to say like turning into someone you absolutely hate because I didn't hate the last season, but definitely someone who they're kind of like a a shell of them their past selves. Yeah. You know? I I thought it was I will say the last episode of season six, I love how self aware that they were. And I love how yeah, much they, they made Yeah, I love how much they, they made fun of themselves. That was great. Yeah. That made was. me that made me very, very happy. The only reason why I say I'm Abed is because I'm very obscure and I come out with like a lot of like random obscure thoughts and everyone thinks that I'm super weird. I respect that. But in the same token you're a lot more personable and you're a lot more human. <laughs> like you have feelings. So who would you be? I don't know. Jeff. Like, I don't know about that. You're not as mean as Jeff though. That's the problem. Depends on who you are. But <laughs> 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 you and someone else might have a complete different opinion on that matter. No, um, I don't know. I don't think I really am a community character, which I, I it, maybe, maybe like, Senior Chang. you so good. <laughs> I think that might be where I fit in life. Or, you know, like towards the end where like the Dean like was like just cross-dressing almost every episode. 
I, I think I might be there in life too. Okay. So, you know, Senior Chang meets Dean with uh, cross-dressing. Just, you know, something, I, somewhere I, there. And then you're somewhere in the Troy and Ovid. A little I, bit. I saw, I saw way too many similarities in our friendship and the Troy and Ovid oh, yeah. friendship. I was like, uh-oh. We don't have a cool little like jingle or a handshake like they do, though. We can That's definitely it. take the handshake. We could take the handshake, but it's just not – they came up with the handshake. They did not come up with the handshake. They stole the handshake as well. True. But in actual real life – They came up with the handshake. They yeah. came up with the handshake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is fantastic. Uh, um, yeah, I was texting you a lot about the show, and I'm sure you were like, can you fucking stop now? But – um, oh no, because you're like the only person who I know that watches Community. So I was very excited to hear your reactions. Well, our former uh, intern. N- no, not former intern. The former oh. f- for, uh, pen pal, not former pen pal. She's still current she's still pen, a pen pal. pal. Current gotcha. pen pal, former guest. Uh, first time we ever met. First time she was ever on the show. So yeah, uh, she great also episode. she also rec- yeah great episode. Go listen back. She also recommended Community. And last thing I'm going to say before I completely send this over to you, I think I have a new celebrity crush, and you know who it is. Allison Bray. Yeah. I kind of wish I like, came out and was like, Chevy Chase, because yeah, same. Yeah. Now, you should have. You had me on the robes. Uh, I, re- I really should have. But yeah. Hey, respect. I mean... You and know, I... I- Vanessa Hudgens twerking to WAP was actually not that. It was I, both a turn off and a turn on at the same time. I have not listened to WAP yet, and I'm trying to keep it that way. That's actually a good intro. It's like a quick. I'll be honest with you. It's taking everything by storm. And like, I get it. First off. I think it's hilarious that. um I forgot who it was, but there was like a senator or something like that. He was like, yeah, just accidentally listened to WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. And let me tell you, this is like a catastrophe or whatever. Like he was super dramatic. But the fact that that the guy was like, I just accidentally listened to to WAP. Like, yeah, no. Sometimes things just accidentally pop up on my private internet browser. I don't know how they got there. (laughs) Respect. (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. Respect. (laughs) This is a hell of a beginning to a... It was so good until I started talking about (laughs) Allison Brie. My pants pants got a little tighter. The blood left the brain, and then every other thought after that was just gone. <clears throat> but yeah, thank you for introducing me to community. I appreciate it. I crushed six seasons in like a week and a half. That's impressive as hell. Yeah, I was just watching on the train nonstop. Okay, that's true. I forget you one, have a lot of time. Once the Rangers got eliminated, I was like, okay, no need to watch hockey. Also, should we be nude? We did okay. So, a quick, uh, yeah, a, a quick um, insight to 
John and in my text messages, we did make a bit of a pact that if we, if the Rangers won the draft lottery, which they, they had, that we would do a nude episode, which means nothing to you guys because this is an audio platform, but to us, it means everything. So we're totally naked right now and we're honoring our bet. Yes. Um, and are, yeah. that was one of those moments where I was like, ha ha ha, this would be so funny because there's no way it's going <laughs> to happen. And then it happened. It's so, happening. And it's happening hard. Yeah, a lot. Well, you know, it's, cold. Gonna... it's cold in my room, but yeah. <laughs> I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're still in sync. We are it's, still in sync. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. But if we're if we're in sync though, who's Timberlake? Who's Fatone? Well my I go by JT, so I guess I and I have curly hair. Alright, guess not Fatone. No, you're not Fatone. I don't know any other in sync members. So. Isn't Lance Bass? I thought he was Backstreet Boys, but that could be completely I'm wrong. Pretty sure he's in sync. And he look right. he looks like Derek Jeter. Interesting. Kind of. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's all. <clears throat> Whoa. Okay. Woo. Wow. <laughs> my eyes should probably just keep that in. <laughs> that's all I have. Matt, you have been waiting two plus weeks now. Yeah, to basically. Have like you were super excited. So, so for stokes. so for anyone that doesn't know, uh, obviously Matt. Props to you. You're what a what an adult thing to do to get ahead of ahead of the controversy. Come out and say, "Hey, listen, my computer crapped out. We're not going to be able to record. We're not going to be able to release an episode." Yep. But we were set up to record, so it was on a yeah. Thursday. He was like, so, <clears throat> "God." So yeah, I sit down on my computer, super excited. I have. It, it's kind of an ongoing joke that we come into the show hardly ever prepared and you you more than I are prepared I'm very rarely prepared so I came into the show with literally a book full of notes like I've been doing yeah I just showed John my notes I've been doing so much research on this topic because I've been so excited so two Thursdays ago we sit down we're about to record the episode I turn on my computer and it just completely crashed in the middle of an update and John and I just basically played tech support for an hour before giving up completely and just venting about the Rangers. Now here's where we kind of fucked up and it's on me. If we would have recorded our phone call together, that could have just been another episode that we could have put out. That is also very true. I would like to say that that was, that probably would have been a top three episode too. We had a fantastic conversation. (laughs) Like, it was complete, like, like you said, we, yeah, our stick is that we don't prepare. That was completely off the cuff, and it would, like you said, it would have been a top three episode because we were just letting it fly back and forth, and it was unreal to say the least. But yeah, you guys will never know. Just trust us. It, if we would have had that episode, I, I think that we could have gotten sponsored. Honestly, that would have like shot us past Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's how good it was. Basically, you can call us uh, Bro Rogan. Why didn't you just say Brogan? Joe Brogan? 
Do you prefer yeah. Joe Brogan or Bro Rogan? Bro Brogan. Bro Brogan. Hell yeah. yeah that's the name of the episode, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Makes my job so much easier because I was trying to come try to come up with a title for the episode after <laughs> I edited it and I listened to the entire show and I'm like, I have no idea what's on this show. So Bro Brogan, that's the title of the episode. Well, I promise you you're going to remember this episode because shit is about to get wild. Take it away while I go get a seltzer. Oh, wait, I have to be here for that. You need to be here for that. (laughs) Go get a seltzer. (laughs) I can't count the reasons I should stay. My hair is like knotted together. That's what, ow! Dude, it happens to me every day. Especially like if I go like this, it's fucking rough. Yeah, I think I'm about to get a haircut. I'm just going to wait because my buddy's wedding is on the 4th now, officially. So I was actually going to do a mullet this week. That would have been so nice. I know, dude. I was going to – I was – I guess I still could. I could just, like, shave the sides. It'll look super bad, but who fucking cares? I respect it. And then, um, yeah, we'll talk about that after. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) All right, ready? So, these are technically two separate things, but in my mind, they kind of connect, and I think people aren't talking about it a lot or enough. So, I'm going to start off with this this one theory and then it's going to kind of bleed into another so just follow my lead and try to stick with me any questions you have feel free to ask while we're going over this are you ready i am ready love to see it so first things first about i would say i want to say like about a month ago maybe two at this point cia documents were released and these are documents that were written in the early 80s and it's called the gateway process. Now, we're pretty used to the whole idea that we only really use like 10% of our brain, right? Like we're only using at most 10% and there's 90% of the brain that we don't know how to access as humans. It doesn't seem like we're able to. But in reality, our brain remembers everything. Like even the stuff we don't, consciously remember it remembers everything and there's so much going on in our brain that we can never access so it's like it's almost like an untouched hard drive like it's there but we can't get in it's locked yeah now basically what the gateway theory says is that we can actually use the other 90 percent of the brain and there's a lot of aspects that go into the gateway theory um, brain access, and then the whole idea that life is a simulation. You know how that's like a very popular like social media joke? It is. The gateway process actually proves that life may actually be a, like a simulation. And these are legitimate CIA documents. <laughs> like this isn't, this isn't some guy who sat down and was like, this is why life is a glitch. Like these, this is the CIA. This is actual studies that the CIA is doing. Holy shit. Yeah. 
Now, it starts off with the whole idea of altered states of conscious and like out of body um, experiences. So the whole idea that we could separate from our actual bodies and surpass what we think as reality. We could actually think more as a like like a non-physical being like we're not actually real and basically how this works is through heavy meditation this is what this is basically it's called um it's basically called hemisync what hemisync is is when you get the left brain and the right brain to sync together and to get these out-of-body experiences and to get into hemisync, you have to kind of understand how the brain works. So left brain is all logic. It's numbers. It's science. It's if I go and touch that candle, it's going to hurt. It no, These are the things that we basically get decisions from. But the right brain, that's the creative side. This is where you come up with stuff, whether it's our stupid podcast or someone who's going to write the next great novel the right brain is what creates that stuff so of of the 10 percent, i use like eight percent of right brain two percent of my left brain basically i'm probably right there with you (laughs) So, so when our right brain begins to get too creative the left brain steps in and brings logic so when we start thinking about things like oh, we're not really real. You and I aren't having this conversation right now. I'm not seeing you the way you're seeing me all this up. The left brain steps in. It's like, hold on, chill. We're right here. We could literally see each other. We're talking to each other. We interact with each other. And there's no way that I know what you're thinking and vice versa because we're two completely separate beings. When you get into hemisync through meditation, you are able to tap into what they describe as a power of total control of your brain and basically how you do this is through meditation and a big way that they say a the easiest way to access hemisync is through a thing called binarial beats so they're two sounds so if you're listening to headphones you know you'll notice that in certain songs that are in stereo you'll hear some stuff in the right ear you'll hear some stuff in the left ear and it's different stuff going on, but it comes together to make a sound that the song is intended to be heard. What a binarial beat is, it's two separate sounds. So one going into your right ear, one going to your left ear. And it's eventually they get to a point where your right brain and left brain are on the exact same sound wave. And that's how you start to become hemi or become a state of hemisync. Now, Moving forward, there's this whole theory that they talk about, and it's called all is one and one is all. So this basically means that everything is connected. Now, why these two things matter is because this is basically the theory that you can create outcomes. You can basically say... If you can get to this, I, if you can get to the state of hemisync, you can create the outcomes that you want to create because if this is all a simulation and everything is based off of this idea that all is one and one is all, 
we all have an effect on what happens next. So if I sit here and I reach hemisync and I'm going to say, you know what? I'm say I like have a, I apply for a job and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm going to get that job. I'm going to get that job. It's going to call it back. Those vibes will actually be sent out. And if it's done the right way, will make an impact. It doesn't always work, but the whole idea is that if this really is a simulation and nothing is real or everything is real or some weird thing in between that I'm connected to every single thing that is around me. I have a weird connect. I have a connection with the table that my computer is sitting on. I have a connection to the microphone. I have a connection to anyone who's listening to this right now. We all have a connection and through these thoughts and vibes it actually you can make things happen so when you have an outlook that is predominantly negative it's more likely that negative things are going to happen to you if you have an outlook that's predominantly positive it's more likely that positive things are going to happen for you and it's not as simple as thinking like you know say i wake up this morning and i just think for a second everything's going to be good. But then I go forth sending out negative vibes for the day. It's still going to be negative. It's you got to reach past this point through meditation to create these actual vibes that you have control over. Shit. So you sticking with me so far? Yeah. Awesome. So this whole idea of manifesting your thoughts and your vibes has a lot to do with a couple things. One, it's synchronization of your heart and your brain. The, a lot of people don't realize how much they work hand in hand. And a lot of the time, everyone thinks it's kind of like a cute metaphor that your heart wants one thing, but your brain wants another. But it's not entirely just fake. It can be a, it can actually it can actually be real that if your brain's thinking one thing, your heart's kind of working in another way, you're not going to get outcomes that you're looking for. And again, these are not things that you and I could just sit here and be like, Oh, everything's on the same page. This takes a lot of meditation. And what I'm seeing in a lot of this is meditation and hypnosis are really big part of this. And I've always been, I don't know about you, but I've always been like a, not a non-believer of hypnosis, but definitely very skeptical about it. Yeah. I. No, nah, I think that's fake. I was trying to actually like convince myself into it being real, but no, nah, it's fake. So yeah, for a while I thought the same thing, but I'm starting to believe it more and more and I'll definitely talk on hypnosis in a little bit. Anyway, now through this meditation, you can force yourself to have these out-of-body experiences that also can be explained by legitimate quantum physics. This isn't just spiritual stuff, which a lot of this stuff is things that have been talked about in uh, spiritual textures 
even more commonly known stuff like there's religions that do base a lot of their belief systems around this but the big thing to remember about this is while a lot of this does sound spiritual and sometimes even religious that this is actual and i'm not so i'm not saying that religion slash spirituality is factor of fiction but this is like actual data you know what i mean yeah i got you i'm not talking down on one thing or the other it's just this is actual data that has been studied yeah anyway so you can have an out-of-body experience that kind of feels like it kind of feels like a dream so you can meditate yourself into this basically into this mindset that you're dreaming and you kind of you, you can separate yourself from your body and you can experience things just like think about like the last dream you had okay like, how long did it feel like two hours exactly you probably experienced that dream in maybe a second probably less so this also plays into the idea that what yeah so the way dreams work is we can dream up an entire dream that may feel like hours even days but can only last like a couple seconds max so this also plays in the theory that time is completely fake none of it's real it's all just happening at once and it's not linear but we experience it as linear so does that mean that i'm not that creative since i can only come up with like six seconds of a dream no it's just that's how time works and that's how all this works thing it feels longer and it's kind of like a superpower though (laughs) it's kind of like a superpower if you think about it though because if you can hit to this point of outer body experience then you can experience so much in such a short amount of time but i've never had two dreams really i have like in one night? Yeah. The only way no. I have two dreams is if I wake up and fall back asleep, which happens a lot. Interesting. Typically, I have night terrors. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's oh, fun. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> so a lot of the time, getting off topic for a second, a lot of the time we do dream, we just don't remember dreaming. So we probably dream every single night because our brains don't turn off. We just don't always remember those dreams. Shit. Fun fact. I know. Now, going back to the uh, going back to the all is one and one is all theory, they were the CIA was basically looking at this idea that there's a lot of similarities between forms of life. So if you look at a cosmic egg, the human egg. And even like the earth and its oceans, they all resemble a lot. So when you look at the earth, you have these bodies of water that are life. Without water, there's no life on earth. That's why earth is the planet that we know of that has life. The only one in our solar system anyway, because water exists there. 
even when they look when we look at other planets like mars we're looking for water and i think that's why mars has always been the if we do have to leave earth mars is the planet that we go to theory because there's a they there's examples or proof that there was water there at one point and it might still be there so you look at earth and you have water which is the complete life form of this planet and it basically works as the blood system you have oceans and you have the oceans that pump out water that ends up going to rivers that go to creeks that go to bays that go to sounds so this is water that's constantly circulating and moving and then you even look at the water system and if there's a lake the water evaporates and it goes up into the clouds and it comes down this isn't unlike how the human body operates with transferring blood and even if you look at cosmic eggs which i really wasn't able to figure out what a cosmic egg is but it's basically this is where it gets like sciency and i really couldn't figure it out but it's basically <laughs> like <laughs> why did you freak to like you would have just been like, this is where it gets very tricky to understand. <laughs> like, you, like, you've just been rolling, and then you, you – know, a little science got thrown in, so I'm out. Listen, I'm not claiming to be a smart person. <laughs> I'm just relaying information. But this moves forward in the whole idea of, like, life creates patterns. We like to think of – Everything is a pattern where we try to find patterns in everything we do. Even the heartbeat is a pattern. Like it, it beats in a certain way. Patterns have always resonated with us. So even, you know, we're more likely to remember patterns subconsciously. We're more likely to resonate towards certain patterns that feel, we're able to feel almost closer to certain patterns than others. So this goes back into the idea that if everything's connected, those patterns could mean more. So we have this, we find these patterns in the human egg, in the cosmic egg, in um, the Earth's oceans, how it all looks the same almost, how it all works the same, how it all acts the same, and they all produce life. Even this one person who I was... Um, I was reading a guy who is breaking it down much better than I am right now. He was talking about how one theory that a lot of people have brought up is that people say that an avocado is the best thing a pregnant woman can eat. Yeah, because the pit is in the stomach. Exactly. And they even they say that, as ridiculous as that sounds, that can either be some weird connection that the pits in the stomach that a avocado cut in half looks like a pregnant woman or that might just be a pattern that we're recognizing in our brains and that's the pattern that weirdly got transformed from this i think an avocado is a vegetable it's a fruit is it yeah it's from this fruit to human life and all this is basically proof that <clears throat> we're not 
experiencing life not to the fullest because that sounds like oh we're not going out and creating these cool memories whatever but we're not experiencing everything to our full capability we're not we we might be living in a simulation we might not be but we don't know this we could get to a point of transcendental meditation or we can get to the point of hemisync and then we can get to the point of meditation where we can alter our states of consciousness. We can leave our body and we can experience things that we didn't know we can experience. Things that could be in our brain that we didn't even know were there. So some, like I said, some people like to use binarial beats. Another idea or another practice are transcendental meditation, which is just a repetition of words. So Basically, you repeat the same mantra. If you were to sit down and clear your mind and do meditation, which I personally can't meditate, my brain bounces back and forth. But you can get to the point where you just repeat the same word over and over again, and you'll get to this point of meditation that you're able to, like, I guess spiritually or consciously step out of your physical body. And there's even that whole belief system that isn't really explained in this but i'm using a a um like an example of uh something else that we're never we might not really physically exist we just feel that we do i'm so down with that isn't that crazy i'm not not, i mean i guess (laughs) might be crazy i'm down with it though right like we might think we're physically here but there might not be any i mean we have a sense of touch it's like the sixth sense we don't know that we're dead exactly and but we have the sense of touch like you say we have five senses it's smell taste hear sight and touch but in reality we're never actually touching anything like there's there, like when, when our fingers are closed, there's billions of little tiny atoms in between those fingers. Like, we're never fully touching anything. What about ourselves? Not, not like that, but... <laughs> I just... I, like, I is the know. only thing that we're able to touch our own skin since we're in our own skin? This is fucking me up, man. This is wild. And this isn't even part of the whole CIA thing, but this is just... I remember reading this somewhere. I could be completely wrong. Um, could I experience, never... if I have an out-of-body experience, can I experience what it's like to be good-looking, charming, and in good shape? So. No. <laughs> not not quite, but this actually kind of goes into my next thing. So any questions as far as CIA pro- uh, gateway process goes? Are we ramping up to that or because you you just said like this isn't even like cia CIA stuff oh no let me we i mean we could just go talking back to the cia stuff okay uh like the simulation and like all that yeah that's that's all cia yeah i i've believed that since i believe that forever yeah so in theory we're not really here or we are here and 
we're just like in a computer program. Yeah, I like we have no idea. We don't know. Yeah, one hundred percent. We're in a TV show. Exactly. Who knows? Call back to Robin. This is a boring ass TV show. (laughs) If my life's a TV show, I apologize to the viewers. I don't even want to watch it. (laughs) So it's a tragedy. (laughs) So okay, let's move forward then, because. Now we're hopping over to a different subject that I've been looking into, but I kind of feel like they're the same thing and I'll tie it all together eventually. You So you asked if you could like basically conjure up what it feels like to be a smart, handsome, talented. I didn't say smart, but thank you for throwing that in there as well. Just, you know, everything that you're not. Uh, <laughs> no, but just to be a different person, right? Yeah. So this takes a step into past life regression now the cia gateway process also talks about the idea wait wait. when you say past life do you mean like previous life or do you mean like afterlife previous life okay because the cia gateway process actually does think that they mentioned very briefly that it is very possible that um what's the word i'm thinking i'm looking for um reincarnation is real it could be a thing it might actually be a thing because scientifically speaking you cannot create or destroy energy now our physical bodies they're very destroyable i sliced my hand open today opening a bottle of syrup But oh, our, you. <laughs> our physical bodies are obviously very, very, very fragile, but we are energy and energy doesn't go anywhere. It can't. You can recycle energy, but you can't destroy it and you can't make new energy. It can only be recycled or taken in, a, in certain forms, but does not go away. So this moves on me to the idea of past life regression. This is something that a psychiatrist, Dr. Brian Wise, talks about. Uh, He has a book. It's called Many Lives, Many Master. And I kind of want to read it. I haven't read it yet, but I've been doing a lot of research on this idea. So it's basically a type of therapy, of hypnotherapy, that has to be done by an actual psychiatrist or um, psychologist. And they think they can get you to a point where you can tap into that other 90% of brain and remember your past lives. They think that all that information is still stored in your memory. Now, right. So this is basically talking about how we, we may be, we may not, ever actually have an original creative thought there's a lot of probably true for me no yes yes and no so this doesn't mean that we're copying other people but we could actually when someone writes a book or writes a movie or tells a story that they think they made up in their head they could actually subconsciously be tapping into a memory they have from a past life and just remembering it in a different form. 
so if some you can talk about I'm going to try to make up an example at the top of my head here, but say, for example, like a just a Western film and like The Hateful Eight. Okay. This could, this could have come out of Tarantino's head because in his past life, he was one of those characters and he remembers going through those actual events. This isn't something that he just created in his mind, but just memories he has from his past life or even stories he might have heard in his past life and how we actually experience past life regression is kind of cool and it's you could do it one or two ways you can do it in person with a trained human or if you go on youtube there's 50 minutes to like two hour um like listen alongs and if you're a person who could basically meditate and listen to this without snapping out of it and you have the the courage to do this because i'm going to get into it why this is actually scary but if you have the courage to do this by yourself you can go on youtube right now and type in past life regression and go with do the hypnotherapy now Basically, how it works is the person is put into a hypnotic trance. You're hypnotized, which hip, hypnosis and meditation go hand in hand. If you can meditate, chances are you're easily hypnotized. If you're someone like me who can't meditate for shit because my brain is on overdrive 24-7, yeah, chances, chances are you won't be hypnotized. So a great example is I was on a cruise with my girlfriend. I can't meditate, but she meditates often. We saw a hypnotist show and I was just sitting there enjoying it. She actually got hypnotized and she wasn't even on stage. She was in the crowd. But since her brain or she has the ability to relax her brain to a point where she can just listen, she actually was hypnotized or, you know, whatever it is. Now, Basically, a psychologist will lay you down. And I watched a lot of videos on YouTube about this. And this is super crazy. She, she'll lay you down. And they basically, they try to guide you into, they try to guide you without recommending anything. So they'll be, they'll ask you to remember your earliest memory. And someone will think of their earliest memory. Like I, if I would say mine, mine's being like maybe two years old and playing with a toy golf set in my backyard. And that's like what I would bring up from there. She'll say, okay, really think about that memory and don't just remember it, but feel it, be present in it, put yourself into that situation. So this one girl I was watching, her memory was that she was playing with her dad. She was like a baby. She was still in the crib and she's playing with her dad. So the, the therapist says, okay, what's the mood in the room? And she's like, my dad's nervous. And she's like, okay, feel that. Why is your dad nervous? Access his emotion. And she's like, well, 
he's happy to have a kid, but he's also terrified to be a parent. And she's like, okay, now continue feeling the room, feel the emotion, be the memory, become it. And she's like, now I want you to remember even further back. Now, some people are able to remember being born at this point. Some people are even able to remember the, being in the womb. This is where they go. And then at that point, you're led to remember a time before you were on earth as your physical self. So again, without any, without pushing any narrative, she just goes, okay, just remember a time before you were on this earth physically. And a lot of people at this point are like, okay, I'm seeing something, but I don't know if I'm creating it, if this is in my mind or if I'm remembering it. And she's like, don't think about it, just feel it. And she's like, can you see your shoes? And people look down and they'll explain the shoes they're wearing. So this one woman, she's like, yeah, I see my shoes. She's like, okay, what are you wearing? I'm wearing brown boots. Okay, look at your hands. And it's almost like the way they're explaining it, it sounds like you ever like start a video game and you look down, you can see your character's hands and all that. Yeah. They almost, they, they're, they almost start gesturing that. Like they're, they're looking at their hands and they're looking at them as if they haven't seen them before. And they seem like, so the one girl's like, okay, I see old man hands or man hands and they're dirty. And she's like, okay, great. Where are you? And she's like, all right, I'm in the desert. She's like, what are you doing in the desert? She's like, I'm looking for something. She's like, okay, what do you feel? And she starts crying, hysterically crying. And she's like, what do you feel? She's like, I feel like I lost everything. Like I, I, I was looking for something and then I lost everything to find it. And she's bawling. And it later turns out that she had a wife. And she, she was a man in her past life. She had a wife, she had kids. And for some reason, she went out to search for something more. And while she was looking, she realized that, or he, when they were in their past life, they were a man, like they had everything they needed, but they lost it all because they were greedy. So other people remember different things. Um, where it becomes scary is a lot of people remember strong memories from their past lives. So the things that are like traumatizing. This one woman came in and she was having pain in her uterus. She went to doctors, they did sonograms, they did MRIs, they did all the, all the tests they can do. And they're like, you seem fine. Like physically, there's no reason why her uterus should be feeling so much pain. So she did the past life regression therapy and she remembered being a young girl in a Nazi concentration camp. And she was remembering and feeling that she was being tested on. They were doing tests on her. They cut open her stomach and they were looking at her uterus. And of course, Nazis were terrible people. They weren't giving them anything to knock them out or they weren't numbing them. They weren't giving them anesthesia. They were just doing it while they were awake. And through this therapy, she realized that she was feeling that pain through a past traumatic experience that carried over to her next life. And after that, she wasn't feeling anything. Holy shit. 
Yeah. So people are literally able to step out of what they call their logical mind, which people who study past life regression call it logical mind. But if you go back to the CIA gateway process, they just call it altered state of consciousness. And it kind of goes hand in hand. And why it's so scary is these people who do this, these experiences, like I said, they feel their strongest memories, their most traumatic experiences. So they, it gets so intense that they have to be guided through it. They often remember, they often recite moments where they almost, they get to a, a spot where it's like tranquility and there's a spirit guide telling them, Hey, it's going to be okay. And whether or not that's the therapist talking to them through that spirit guide, I don't know, but the therapist has so much or the hypnotherapist has so much control over people when doing it in person that they can say, okay, you can feel what's happening or you can just step back and watch it. So this one woman was remembering watching her children die in a house fire. They were trapped in a fire and she remembered watching her children die and she was bawling. She was freaking out. She was hyperventilating. She's like, okay, I need you to step out of the emotion now. Witness it, see it, but don't feel it. And then automatically the tears stop. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So when you put all this together, it's just like the reason that it's all the same thing to me is that we really don't know anything <laughs> like not in the, even the case that you and I walk this life completely, <laughs> like completely just not knowing what's happening 24 seven, just constantly confused. But we legitimately as a human race don't know anything. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. I'm dope. Makes me feel a little bit more like, I feel like the playing field's a little bit leveled now. I mean, yeah, definitely. Because at the end of the day, like, we don't know what's real or what's not. And I personally, I'm not religious. I'm not spiritual. I, I, I guess if, if I had to describe myself, it's agnostic, but only because I don't know what to believe and I'm open to all theories and all – I want to hear it all. You know, I, I, I'm not – I don't deny that there's a greater power, whatever that greater power can be, because even in the gateway process, there's, they explain that there is a great power called the absolute and they actually write it with a capital A every single time. So it's not even that it's not even this thing that they kind of jot down. It's like, Oh, we'll call it the absolute. Like they capitalize the A the same way the Bible capitalizes the G in God. Yeah. Which, again, which, you know, you look at absolute can mean a million things, but when they capitalize it, they put so much importance on the absolute because that might be the, that might be the power that controls it all. And that in the Bible, yeah, there's gods, but, you know, some religions think there's multiple gods, there's Greek gods, there's Roman gods, there's Buddhist gods, but in the or the christian bible it's god with a capital g so there's that translation that obviously the cia thought it was important enough that that a needed to be capitalized yeah but 
when I see this stuff, it can it sounds like science fiction, and a lot of therapists won't go on record to believe, or psychologists won't go on record to believing the idea of past life regression because it's seen it's it's viewed by most people as obscure. The problem with this is that like it just sounds totally logical to me. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no. How does anyone disagree with this? Exactly. I also absolutely have been feeling for my entire life that my life is just a simulation with exactly. someone else in, in control, by the way. Yeah. Because a lot of things would be different if I was in control, folks. <laughs> so that might be some big brain stuff. Maybe you can get to the point of hemisync. Maybe you can get to your out-of-body experience and witness stuff that we don't. Honestly, any out of anyone I know personally, you'd be the one to crack it. There's no I, way I, I, I if I cracked it, it would be on accident. Oh, it's going to be an accident. But I think if anyone's going to crack it, it's you. But like, low key, I really want to try past life regression, but I am terrified to do the YouTube videos because I don't want to do it by myself. I wouldn't be able to. That will be our next episode. That's terrifying. Why? It's scary, man. What if I like remember something like super painful or super traumatic? And I don't have a therapist who, or the hypnotherapist, whoever they call themselves, to be like, okay, back out of this, relax, don't feel it anymore. It's crazy stuff. I'll send you the videos. Um, and actually, you know what? If you want, you can link them in the description. I so will. People can see what I'm talking about. Dude, there's nothing. There's no. nothing that has could. There's nothing that could have happened in my past life that's more traumatic than my current life. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, it scares me. It's crazy. I don't. I always thought reincarnation, like I said, I'm open to most things, but reincarnation always felt a little bogus to me. But after looking all this and realizing that, I mean, even if we are a simulation and time isn't real and space isn't real, and we actually are like our physical being is just a, it's just a place to store our energy that's been around as long as time and space have probably been around and we're just constantly reliving lives and we're experiencing new lives every you know 80 plus years it's just mind-blowing to me yeah it's absolutely insane and i've done no justice to this there's a lot smarter people who talk about this you can find the cia documents online if you want to read them yourself and make sense of all this you can just google cia gateway process they will be there in pdf form they're not hard to find it's both a mix of like change your outlook on the world in a positive way is the takeaways that i have and also um see lost it that (laughs) yeah no lost it look at things in a positive way and like nothing is real yeah so like like, it's just fake like you're basically i we've made the joke like you've texted me and been like oh hey man how's your friday going oh well one day closer to death like this is basically saying each day like each second you just get incrementally closer to death yeah and then you get to wake up as someone better or worse or who knows you gotta yeah you gotta wonder like how it works and what if i was a mosquito 
that would suck. If I do the past life thing and I'm like a mosquito and I die because like I was yeah, biting slapped. someone on a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Just So I was actually that was a question I had that I couldn't really figure out. If the if like in past life regression, if people have ever remembered being like an animal of some sort or a bug or if reincarnation doesn't work that way according to past life regression i it's it's trippy it would be absolutely saucy if you were like a lion or something that'd be sick something fucking majestic that'd be really cool yeah i don't know i definitely want to give it a shot i would love to find someone on long island that did it because Teresa caputo no, she talks to dead people. It's a little bit different. A little bit. A little bit. Um, I forgot about her. Is she doing okay? There, I, I was 100% certain that that wasn't even her name, so I'm happy I got that right. It could not be her name. I just know who you're talking about. She has the thick, thick, like, eight C's Long Island accent. Yeah. And her hair is about eight feet high. Let's see. Oh, well, it's spelled Teresa wrong, so we're doing great. It is Teresa. It is Teresa Caputo. Teresa and Chelsea are two names that I never spell correct. Really? I can't spell Teresa, and I I can't spell Chelsea. Why can't you spell Chelsea? I always so when I once I think about it. So it's what C H. Ready, ready. Yeah, Chell. Like, okay, so C-H-E-L. like the video game Chell. So that's my issue. And okay. then C. C, okay. I always put an A in Chell somewhere. Uh, all right. So I, I think I spell, I think my go-to way to spell Chelsea is C-H-E-A-L-S-E-A. But Chelsea. then, yeah, like Chelsea. <laughs> but yeah, it's Chell, like Chell and C, like C. Yeah. I just, it's Go one of the, I think, I don't know. My brain just makes weird connections sometimes. Join the club. But you're using right brain. Right brain? Probably right, right brain. Right brain. And there's very little left brain going on upstairs. Very little. But it, it, yeah, it, it kind of, it's crazy though how the left brain just kind of keeps the right brain in check. It's almost like the right brain's like this kid that wants to go out and do all this stuff and be creative and like try different things. And left brain's like, okay, sit down and eat your broccoli. So like left brain is more the dominant brain. Basically left, left brain is basically the ones and zeros. Yeah. And right brain's like, the yeah, the only, so like the only time I use my left brain is when I wake up, like when my alarm wakes me up and I have to calculate how many minutes I can lay in bed before I'm going to be late for like work. Late to the train, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the left brain stuff. And then it all just goes downhill from, then I just put that off for the Basically. next day. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what? Don't, just, just don't. Don't what? Listen, it's fun to do the cool, 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 cool thing. It's, it's very really, fun. It's very fun. But it's like, that's basically like someone in the 90s running around saying, did I do that? You just can't. Oh, he is not on that level. 
No, not at all. You get it because you saw the show. Nobody yeah. else is going to get it. If they haven't <laughs> seen the show, they're going to be like, oh, all right, that's a fun thing to say. It's like, oh, this guy's got a stutter. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it's super weird watching him in Mystic Quest. Yeah, I still got to watch that. It's pretty funny. But it's oh, super yeah. weird because like, he talks like not Normal? robotic. Yeah. Yeah, the the community cast recently did a a uh, virtual reunion. I was watching it, the and they're all just read? like, "Well, they did the table read, but they also did like an interview." And the interview is just so funny because they're all just like talking about the show and how they rewatch it. And I'm pretty sure Allison Brie like rewatches it on drugs. Like, what? Dude, Allison Brie's wild. You know how her? So she's married to Dave Franco. Yeah. You know how they met? She was like super high, right? They spent yeah, they met they met each other shit faced drunk at dinner once through a mutual friend in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. And they spent the entire weekend. They like rented a house and spent the entire weekend in bed doing hard drugs. I mean, not the hard drugs aspect, but like that's what I like when my kids ask how I met their mother that's how i want to tell them like respect listen here i was absolutely like swashbuckled one night and your mom was also swashbuckled and next thing you know i just hit it off and happily ever after like that's (laughs) that's what i want goals all right then (laughs) you do you that's fine I, I honestly though that that's the kind of relationship you need. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Casually tossing in the yeah, you need someone that's an alcoholic yeah, too, buddy. That's that's basically it. They can't be mad at you if they have the same problem. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not a problem because alcohol is a solution. Cool, anyway. Cool, cool. Anyway, that is the first brotherhood deep dive. I hope I didn't bore you. That was fucking dope. Yeah, it's. Just like it's we could work, about. we could work on a new logo. Another one? Yeah. Well, no. Like since we we can do like just the characters, but then put them like in a scuba. I mean, not in a scuba, a submarine. Whatever we're gonna do, deep dive. Whoa. I like that. Yeah, that's a fucking good idea. At first, you were like, "No, man, that's super dumb." But then I didn't think it was dumb. I'm just thinking about like. I'm too lazy to do that. <laughs> I'll do it. Whatever. All right. That's all you, buddy. Just happy to be able to do a podcast with you again. Dude, I'm so stoked to be back. Did we lose that episode? No. Um, It is right here. It will be up. Because I realized, like yesterday, I realized that my best quote of all time in the history of history was on that episode. And Which one was that? The Amber Heard, Johnny Depp quote. Oh, yeah. Great quote. Great do you, quote. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I would also just like to formally apologize that by the time that episode came out, there's so much we talked about that on that episode that is like timely. That is so not timely anymore. Yeah, hindsight is what it is, but that's <laughs> rough. When that episode came out, perfect timing 
everything we talk about in that episode is like in the past. Well, did you know, Matt, that you can use Anchor to schedule a podcast? So even if your computer crashes, as long as it's scheduled on Anchor, it'll still upload. Yeah, and here's a fun fact. I didn't have that kind of foresight, so I didn't actually put it on Anchor. But you can. And with Anchor, it's absolutely free to upload a podcast. And unlike some of us who don't have foresight, you can schedule your podcast for whenever you want. So if this episode, for example, is coming out on Friday, we could edit this tonight, put it on Anchor, and it will come out Friday without us having to do anything. What else is great about Anchor is that you can edit your podcast and record right on the app. And again, we did a bad job, but we could have just recorded straight from our phones into Anchor. Exactly. And we did not think about that because not only are we stupid, but we are also dumb. However, we know a good app when we see it, and that app is 110% Anchor, anchor.fm, the best place to not only create a podcast, but also listen to it. And we are also smart enough to know that Anchor is not racist against podcasts that don't have a lot of listeners. That is correct. A podcast like our own, who probably before we took a unexpected hiatus had eight listeners, and we're probably now at like four, we still have a sponsor, and that sponsor is Anchor. So go sign up and create your podcast at anchor.fm today and type in promo code BROSHIP. Love it. We don't yeah. have an actual... We don't actually have a promo code, but that would be cool. I can't wait to like say that one. Type in promo code BROSHIP for 40% off your free Anchor subscription. Let's just start working on that. Let's just, let's just let's, hit yeah. up like... Uh... What's the audio? Is it audiobooks? Oh, yeah, Audible. Audible. Let's hit up Audible. Let's hit up. Uh, let's hit up. Uh, Casper. Movement. Yeah, movement. Casper. Movement. I would love to do movement. Yeah, movement no, I actually would. Bullshit. They do have some cool um, shit. We can sponsor. I, I always want to be sponsored by Vans. So that'd be well, cool. I was thinking of like something obtainable within the next couple months versus like. Dude, the only thing that's obtainable for us to sponsor is a company that has zero <laughs> customers. You don't know that. That's true. We can just market ourselves. Buy low, sell high. That's it. Well, we tried that with someone and it didn't really work, but maybe it'll work with someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They didn't get back to us. Yeah, that was... We reached out twice. We should probably do that one more time. I think that ship has sailed. The pro ship never sails. <laughs> That's true. Well, except for when we do a deep dive. Exactly. And then it dies. Well, it doesn't really sail. It dives. It's not sailing if it's underwater. All right, whatever. I don't know why you have to do that. This is how you Logic. know we're back. That's it. It starts off great, and then it just starts to crumble yeah. right before our very own eyes. Real quick, though, if you were, like, sitting here and you're wondering – why isn't BroShip around? Why haven't I seen an episode in two weeks? Where the hell is BroShip? That's because you don't follow our Instagram. So go follow us at BroShip Podcast. On Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> and you will be able to be kept up 
to date with all things broship, including the time that I threw a hissy fit on our story because my computer crashed. And uh, two things. After you go to the Instagram, we're going to put up a poll and we're going to see if you guys want us to do an episode of us going into our past life slash the the upside down. True. The upside down. <laughs> and yeah. then two, um, damn it, I had something. It was, it was a good one. Well, I will like to reiterate something that happened on the last podcast and I want to make sure people know I am entirely serious when I say in the last podcast, we present a challenge to ourselves about eating chicken nuggets. And if you don't know what I'm talking oh, about, that was the last, last episode. episode. Wait, so, the last episode that we put, it hasn't been out. It's it, by the time this comes out, it's right. right, right okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't so, know that was the last episode. Holy shit. If you did reach out by the time this episode came out, then don't reach out again because obviously we'll take it on. But I guess what I'm saying is that we don't know if people heard that yet because we haven't put the episode out. But by the time this episode out, that's it. The episode will be will have been out for a week. Right. Um, but if you want to watch us basically distend our stomachs with chicken nuggets on our Instagram live, I think is what we decided. Let us know. Yeah. And also, I, I remember now. Also, let us know if you would want us to do a broship Twitter account as well. Ooh, that'd be that, dangerous real quick. That would get very dangerous. <laughs> that would get real dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. But I think that's it. Another that's episode it. in the books. And I'm just going to end it by saying Matt and John do a podcast. <laughs> Fucking right, eh? Broship. A non-romantic pairing of two characters together. It focuses on their relationship as friends, or occasionally as real blood-related brothers. Let's do it. Okay, so, John, I would like to present you with the very first Broship Deep Dive. How does that sound? All right. I'm so excited for the background music that I'm going to have to find for this. I'm so happy you said that because I low-key was going to ask you if I could edit it and put background music in, but like I knew you'd be fine with it. You'd be able to do it. So It's going to have like like a serial podcast, like background music. Yeah, this to is going to be great. Yeah. Like I said, this is like, this is Joe Rogan meets like true crime meets like ghost stories. It's going to be fantastic. There's really no ghost stories, but this is really cool stuff. Anyway. <laughs>